Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included. All while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Yeah, hey, good afternoon. Welcome. Uh, what? We'll talk about gas prices. And Biden, the White House put out a statement today. He's demanding that gas stations lower prices immediately. He's demanding. The crude price of oil has been dropping. He doesn't think it's happening as much for people at the pump here in California. Holy mackerel. What did I hear this morning? 13 cents a gallon jump? This morning? Yeah. Overnight? Yeah, there's a lot of stations on the west side that are well over six bucks. Six so bucks a It again. looks like it's back to the way it was uh, at we'll the beginning have a, of this. Uh, expert, well, somebody from the oil and gas price uh, uh, analyst side coming on in about an hour. We've got a, there's a special documentary coming on tonight on Fox 11 at 7 o'clock. It's called Hell No Water. Hell slash slash no water. Uh, the hell part is about the... Uh, Drought that has uh, exacerbated the fires in the state. And the second part is about the drought that's exacerbated the uh, water shortage in California. And we're going to talk with uh, Gina Silva from Fox 11. Next segment now. Oh, nobody told me. I have 3 o'clock written on my sheet here. What happened? Just happened. Okay. Next segment for Gina Silva. Oh, yeah. We, um, we thought there was going to be a news conference. I forgot that Ray moved her. We can play the preview clip. Yeah, Why don't go we ahead. do that? Okay. We're in a show. These are long days and nights on the fire line, breathing smoke. They're burning hotter, they're burning faster, they're burning hundreds of thousands more acres. This is something that could have been preventable. We're talking about how fundamental water is to our way of life. You can't overstate it. My home is the only home that survived. Really bad. There were so many planes. The smoke, the wind, the dry brush. Pick your location in Southern California. We've seen it many times before. We're so fortunate compared to other people that have lost loved ones. I mean, we all came out unhurt. It's the most precious resource that we have and the one that we should be paying the most attention to because there is real risk. It's kind of silly to complain about a water crisis when you have the Pacific Ocean sitting outside. There's no new water. The water we've had is the same water we've always had for millions of years. 
we just recycle that same water over and over again. If we have another successive year of drought, it's going to get pretty extreme. We cannot continue to bury our heads in the sands. This is not a fire drill. We're here at the end of the line. I can hear the flames. Right. There true. you were right in the middle right with there. your Pacific Ocean thing. Well, I'm right, aren't I? Yeah, you should have been sitting on the beach when you did that and just pointed. What did the that other? Been funny. Well, they actually no? uh, cut in some video of the Pacific Ocean. As I they was did, saying I did. Yes. I watched the preview clip. Yes, right. And and it was quite a striking scene there. It's like, wow, yeah, look at all that water. That, I mean, that goes on for thousands of miles. All that water. I like the way the next clip was some guy uh, with a foreign accent. There is no water. <laughs> you said there it is. There it is. Intercut the. They want to show they're covering it all. I don't know. Should we? Should we uh, pile all these uh, political hacks in a van and take them out to the Pacific? All the ones who are squawking about a lack of water. Look at that out there. All you have to do is suck out the salt. It's not that hard. I, I really don't understand this. I don't understand human beings because we've only lived here in great numbers for. I don't know, maybe, you know, 80 years, 100 years. The, the in Earth, great numbers, yeah, that's probably yeah, close. Four and yeah. a half billion years the planet has been around. And in the last 80, California started getting populated and really not even, you know, seriously populated until maybe the last 50, 60, 70, right? And, and so most of the time this was empty space. And we have no idea, for the most part, what was going on here. Weather-wise, climate-wise, for those four and a half billion years. But what we do know is, as far as back as they can chart the, uh, the geological records, is there were droughts that sometimes would last for a couple of hundred years. They know this for sure. The water supply has never been evenly distributed, where we get exactly 14.36 inches of rain every year in Los Angeles. It's never been like that. There have been long periods of drought. There's occasionally short bursts where you get very heavy rainfall. You'll get 40 inches in a winter. But that happens only occasionally for a year or two. And who knows why. So what the other guy said in that clip was, we've always had the same amount of water on the planet. It's just redistributed in different ways at different times. And most of the water we have is out in the oceans. So since we can't control the rainfall, we can't control the climate. You have to look where the water is and then spend the money on the system. Now, we've already invented the system. Desalination plants have been standard for a long time. And some nations in the Middle East, the desert nations, have been using them extensively for a long time. So it's just a matter of, or right, we're going to build this, and then we're going to use it, and then we don't have a problem anymore. And I, it is no more complicated than that. And you know what? Ultimately, if this drought goes on, let's say we're at the beginning of the 200-year drought or 100-year or 50-year, that's what they're going to do. That's what's funny about this is they could stamp their feet and squawk and, and try to, uh, you know, uh, uh, say, well, you're going to have a 22-second shower. You're going to only have half a glass of water a day. Uh, okay, fine. You know, keep coming up with your wacky restrictions. Keep jacking up the price. Ultimately, you're building the desalination plant because you have to. Or we're all going to... Stories I saw a couple of weeks ago was that the Times said, people are conserving, but it won't be enough. Well, that's because people don't use that great a percentage of the total water. We've known that all along. The nonsense about telling people not to water their lawns and cut back on their showers. 
only helps at the margins to begin with. So if people do actually cut back on that, it still makes no difference. They can almost do nothing, take no water. Here, and there's still going to be problems. Here's what's crazy is instead of having the educated, wise, older people who've been studying this for decades, giving us their wisdom on what to do next, what we have are 25-year-old woke bloggers at the L.A. Times. And then we have some empty-headed you know, TV anchors giving us all the public service recommendations on how to take a five-minute shower, right? Well, these people, there isn't anybody at the L.A. Times who knows anything about anything, okay? They don't know anything. And, and there's nobody, uh, you know, in, in most TV stations that know anything. There's a few people who do. And, you know, like the, the people who put together this Fox 11 documentary. You'll see in the documentary. They, they, they got a lot of information that's important. But it's not something you see ordinarily on television. But, 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 you know, anybody else, you know, who's in the science says, hey, if you're going to keep 40 million people alive with the climate as unpredictable as it is, and it always has been unpredictable, what you have to do is harness the ocean and turn that into a regular, reliable, affordable source of water. And it can be done, and it's being done all over the world. So just do it. Yet, when it came time to approve a desalination plant here recently, it got deep sixed in huntington beach yeah that was the one and the governor was pushing it san diego does it but apparently water is expensive there because desalination costs a lot of money to do but yeah they well, are doing it for some percentage of their water supply it's not that big a percentage but it helps you know what's more expensive everybody has to move to another state because this place went dry did anybody remember in school when they taught you about how, uh, how the uh, native american tribes moved from place to place to place number one reason they moved lack of water and then they couldn't grow food you'd have long droughts in certain places and it would only it only take a short period of time before the natives looked up and said well we can't live here anymore there's no rain and there's nowhere to grow any crops so we got to get out of here and so they'd move well that's going to happen to us we're no different we still need the same uh, water for for food and to drink and we need it for everything else now in the modern world so we're gonna have to get up and leave now, so maybe, if you don't want to get up and leave, then you know, build a desalination plant. No, so, people are leaving. Probably for reasons other than drought, but people yeah. are leaving. No, so. this this will be a, a total 40 million person uh, stampede out of here. <laughs> uh, maybe later on the show, we'll talk about the fireside. Got to admit, I do agree with a couple of El Segundo Times columnists who have been writing Mostly about climate change, but they did a story today, which is about should we keep rebuilding these towns that are in fire zones over and over again? Hundreds of millions of dollars spent. Even the congressman for that area, Doug LaMalfa, said, how many times can I go to Congress and ask for big bucks to rebuild? I mean, you can't be living there. It's just it's it's I realize you like the forest around you, but it's too dangerous and it's going to keep happening. All right, when we come back, we are expecting to talk to Fox 11's Dina Silva about this Channel 11 documentary that airs tonight at 7 on the drought and the fires. Coming up with the Johnny Kent Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, we do have Gina Silva, Fox 11 reporter, on the line now. Talk about the uh, special uh, documentary tonight, Hell Slash No Water. And it's an hour-long documentary on the cycle of drought and wildfires the lack of water we have 
in California, and uh, I'm on in uh, little bits and pieces uh, among the uh, people they interviewed for their opinions and knowledge. And Gina, how are you? Hi there. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, uh, you're in this documentary. And, you know, as you know, we cover the drought and water crisis all the time, but it felt crucially important to have the bigger conversation because this is a problem that is getting worse. We're taking water for granted. We take so much for granted. So we started doing some of these interviews back in April, and we spent the entire team just spent hours and hours researching and interviewing firefighters, water officials, farmers, environmentalists. And everyone had, for example, like Rick Dickert, he went and toured the L.A. Fire Department's command center to see what new technology they're using to put fires out quickly and evacuate residents. Maria Quaban, she went out to uh, to figure out what she went out to San Pedro to uh, tour the plant there and figure out what, uh, you know, what it's like to make wastewater, turn it into drinking water. So we take a look at that. She actually takes a drink of it and describes what it's all about. Mm. So we take a look at that. And of course, we hear some of the important stories from farmers. I remember doing this story years ago as well, where we went to Fireball. We talked to many of the farmers who for years have been suffering because of the drought, and it just doesn't get any better. They, they complain about the government not helping them out, and it just nothing happens. So they start losing their crops, and then it trickles down to the migrant farm workers. So they start losing their jobs and it starts affecting the little small, you know, small mom and pop shops. The little cafe starts to shut down because they don't have any customers. Just go down to Fireball and you start to see what it's hap- what's happening to this entire town. So many shops have closed down and it's all connected to that. So we hear from the farmers. We also hear from, you know, personal stories of people who lost their homes in fires. We hear from Denise and Roger Beale who lost their home in the Blue Ridge fire. They are now rebuilding, but they talk about the process and how it hasn't been easy. And many of us, you know, we really don't pay attention to our insurance, for example. We're supposed to like you know, make sure that you've got the right insurance. And after you have a fire, it's too late. So they talk about that and how uh, they should have done that before this fire. So they learned a lesson. And, you know, the, the whole idea of the fire season, that's out the window because this is the new norm. There are so many fires that we have to cover. It's hard to keep track of them. You know, it's just uh, so all of that is tackled in hell and no water. And that starts, uh, it premieres tonight at 7 p.m. on Fox 11, right after special report. No, looking forward to seeing it tonight because your other the other documentaries have been outstanding. So seven o'clock tonight on Fox Eleven. I also got to say the stories you did uh, about the uh, Blue Dog Tavern owner in Sherman Oaks and that homeless guy who was throwing yeah. bags of his poop at him. Those are great stories. And and finally cornering Nithya Robin. Shocking. Yeah. Yeah, it is just shocking to see what is going on. And for the longest time, not just in Sherman Oaks, but I think all over L.A. County and probably all over the the country, people are afraid to speak up because they're immediately, you know, told, oh, you don't care about the homeless. You're criminalizing the homeless. And that's not the case. These people do care about the homeless. They're just upset with the criminal element, with the ones coming to disrupt their businesses, who are coming to their patios outdoors and shooting up, you know, and, and harassing their customers. So they've united here in Sherman Oaks. All of these business owners have decided to say enough is enough. We're united. And one by one, we're sharing our stories. We're going to give you videos. We're going to show you the pictures because it's not okay just to say, oh, well, this is the way it is. Oh, so you got more of those stories coming up. 
We have more. We have many more coming up, yes. Right. And today, in fact, Rick Caruso called after the first story aired and said, oh, my God, it, that, that was just so powerful, and, and it's just so disturbing. And uh, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I want to change. I know it's a political move, uh, but he did make the effort to come and speak with the Sherman Oaks business owners. And, um, you know, he's, that's, that's going to be our story for tonight uh, at 6 p.m. All right, Gina, thanks for coming on. You bet. Thank you for having me. All right, Gina Silver from Fox 11. And the documentary is tonight at uh, 7 o'clock, Hell Slash No Water. Look for John Cobalt in his home. That's right. Sitting there. Did you put up nice pictures behind you to show uh, no? <laughs> books with yeah, fancy books titles? To make it look like I read a lot, yeah. Encyclopedias, yeah. Do you know look at my bookshelf. There's people uh, who are on Zoom all the time, and that's become one of those trendy, stupid things. People go out of their way to find books, pretentious books to put behind them. So that uh, other people on the Zoom meetings will think they're really learned and impressed and sophisticated. Yes. Yeah. Look at that library. Can you just put, use a filter to like have a whole collection of? Uh... Uh, I think you could probably put a virtual backdrop. Yes. Yeah, you could. That's <laughs> like some sort of a like a green screen. Yeah, <laughs> a laboratory. Uh, I wonder what happened to uh, feces hurler. In Sherman Oaks, is well, he still getting the uh, I don't know. help he needs? The guy See, that was uh, hurling a bag of his own feces at the bar owner? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know what the follow-up is, and that's part of the problem, is that there very, is very little follow-up to see if these people end up, well, you know, he's not going to end up in jail, I think we know that. But, you know, as she was talking, it occurred to me, it occurred to me, and, I, you know, I, I am really starting to embrace, I wouldn't call them conspiracy theories, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that these these aren't coincidences and that there is it's part of the plan of those who want to disrupt society hmm. because what they've done is they've successfully bullied politicians into no longer enforcing the law and in some cases elected politicians like Gascon who will not enforce the law and then if anybody objects to it they're very loud at shaming you and shutting you down it's like a one two punch first they bully the politicians. Second, they bully you when there's there's pushback. Office Depot Office Max has great deals on everything you need to succeed, like stylish furniture and chairs to keep you working comfortably, the latest tech to keep you organized and productive, calendars and planners to keep you on schedule, and cleaning supplies to keep your space spotless. It's the perfect time to stock up on the supplies you need to succeed from the office to your home and everywhere in between. Need it fast? No problem. Place your order at officedepot.com and pick it up in just 20 minutes at your nearest Office Depot or Office Max store. And so they get what they want by making you afraid to be somehow ostracized from society, that somehow your reputation will be damaged. And I think they figured out how powerful social media is and how terrified people are of public embarrassment or public uh, criticism and ridicule. And so nobody wants to risk saying anything in public at all. I just finished reading a, a long story about the polling because the polling for the 2022 election, a lot of the pollsters are really afraid that they're going to blow it again. And they can't get around the fact that there's a lot of people who simply will not talk to them because they do not trust that uh, this information, their opinions, will be used against them in some way, which may sound really crazy paranoid, except there's a lot of people who will no longer talk to anybody on the phone and express any kind of private opinion. 
Yeah, th- th- apparently for a number of elections, they keep undercounting particularly conservative Republican votes because those are generally the people you're talking about. Yeah. I, they don't true. share their true opinion or would even answer the pollster, and they always seem to undercount them. Yeah. And also a- another category, which is similar but a little bit different, is Trump voters who are not necessarily conservative Republicans, just people who like Trump for whatever reason and they're independents or even Democrats. And they realized how toxic it was to say publicly they're for Trump. And they're afraid that this interview with the pollster, where you have to give out your name and some personal information, is some gonna somehow going to be disseminated online. Uh, people at work are going to know. Their friends are going to know. And they want to keep it secret, almost like some weird sexual perversion. And it, it's quite prevalent. And the pollsters admit, you know, I, I read their names in the story this afternoon. They have no idea what to do about this. Because you simply cannot unlock these people anymore. They think the FBI is going to knock on their door. Johnny Kent Show, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Heard a good one today. Uh, the reason that gas prices are skyrocketing again is because we uh, the refineries delayed maintenance. You see, they do ordinary refinery maintenance, but because the war broke out between Russia and Ukraine earlier this year, they delayed it all until now. Yeah, they got a million And of that's them. causing some slowdowns and shutdowns at refineries. Right. Only in California, right? Yes. Well, we are very domestically refinery dependent. Right, right. And all the other can't get oil from anywhere else. All the other refineries in the country haven't been delayed by the war in Ukraine. Uh, All their maintenance? Yeah, I don't know. We're going to. Well, we can ask these questions next hour. We have on an expert that analyzes the whole oil and gas industry after four o'clock. That'll be Tom Klaza. We have Steve Gregory now here. And uh, Steve has got the latest. On, uh, well, we were talking about two stories. So which one are you starting with? Well, actually, the one that we're going to talk about has to do with that teacher. Yeah, with an athletic trainer. Yeah, lay lay out the Sure. So this goes back to uh, September 20th. A man named Richard Turner had been arrested by LAPD. He was an athletic trainer at Birmingham High School, which is a charter school in the San Fernando Valley. And he had been uh, booked for a sex assault on a student. Well, he bailed out, and then hours later, he was rearrested for a crime going back to 2017. And uh, that's when he was working for the LAUSD as a contract employee at Van Nuys High School, also as an athletic trainer. Well, we did the story, and we were reporting on it, and I had had sources from the LAPD tell me more about this guy, and they actually compared it to the Larry Nasser case. They say this guy is. There's going to be more victims out there than than they've ever had in recent times. These are athletic trainer jobs he's this, had in yeah. the school system. Yeah, and the first one was working for the LAUSD uh, as a subcontractor through a vending company, and the most recent apparently he was employed by a charter school, and which is the way the district made it sound very independent. Uh, so anyway, today. Uh, so when he was rearrested on the 20th, uh, he's been in jail on a $750,000 bail. Uh, LADA George Gascon announced today that they have filed 15 counts of sex-related charges against this guy, stemming from at least assaults on 10 girls ages 15 to 17 years old, going back to at least 2017. At the two schools? between Well, between the two schools, yes, but they now believe it could go as high as over 20 uh, girls that have been abused by this guy. So if he got arrested uh, in 2017 at an LAUSD school, and which school was that? He wasn't arrested. Now, see, this is where the rub comes in. 
So he was accused and booked for uh, sex-related crimes for sexual molestation of a, of a student. The DA at the time said there was insufficient evidence to charge him officially. So he was never charged with that crime. But he left soon after that from what we're told, and then he popped up again at this charter school. And we're not sure what he did in between there. And now, the- So they rehired a guy who had left the system after getting arrested for some kind of sexual mm-hmm. issue with uh, with young girls. So he was allowed back into the school system, but the district is being very, very clear that uh, that's an independent school. Um, it's uh, over there at uh, uh, Birmingham High School. So, well, what is, so an independent school, but it's still part of LAUSD, is it not? Uh, it's my understanding it is, but so, so here you go. I want you to read that because this, this gives you an idea of what I deal with when I'm trying to get information especially from LAUSD, so I'm trying to get some information. So read the highlighted parts. Okay, so uh, the first part of the email is uh, from Steve Gregory to Shannon Haber at LAUSD. And Steve is asking a question. Which vendor or contractor did the district use that recently employed the athletic trainer Richard Turner at Birmingham High School and previously in 2017 at Van Nuys High School? Also, can you confirm that vendors and contractors are not mandatory reporters? And a mandatory reporter is someone who works with kids, is bound by law to report any instances of violence or abuse to the officials. All right, so Shannon Haber responds, Hi, Steve. I'm not sure we have further information to share here, but I'm copying my colleague Mr. Vaughn on this email. So see below and please advise. Uh, Then you uh, are responded to with this statement. Here's our statement. We are saddened to report that we've been notified that a former athletic trainer was recently arrested in relation to sex assault allegations. The former trainer was a contract vendor on a limited basis at the Los Angeles Unified District several years ago and currently works for an independent charter school. LAPD is asking for an investigation, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Then you write back, thank you for your reply. However, my questions went unanswered. These are not questions for the LAPD. These are district-related. Which vendor and contractor did the district use? And can you confirm that they are not mandatory reporters? Then you get this response. Well, due to an ongoing law enforcement investigation, we're unable to comment or respond at this time. Thanks. Britt Vaughn, public information officer. Steve wrote back to Britt. Neither of those questions has an impact on the investigation. I've asked a policy question and a vendor question, which is correct. And it's crickets. Yeah. Now I don't have any more from Britt. So that, that Brit's That's not it. talking to you. Shannon Haber's so, not talking. Yeah. So you know how to how to charm people. Yeah. Well, this is this is typical. Yeah, I went to the John well, McKinn School of Communications. <laughs> so, I mean, this is typical circle of wagons. I mean, these guys are going to be writing a check. It's no doubt. They, uh, I noticed their language. How they try to disassociate, disassociate yeah, immediately. themselves. Yeah. You know, it was a subcontracted vendor. It was an independent school. Former trainer, kind of several years ago. For a limited time. Yeah. Everything is about downplaying and mitigating what happened. That you had a, a, a crazed pervert here sexually abusing potentially a large number of girls. That's what happened. Now, this also, uh, they revealed today, the LAPD captain that spoke at the DA's press conference also admitted that the LAUSD was aware of these issues back in 2017. So this guy was fully, uh, a, I mean, his actions were fully aware, uh, his actions were uh, made known to the LAUSD. So they're, they're in total crisis, you know, management mode right now. So, I mean, clearly this is 
TR one hundred and one right here. I mean, yeah, there's there's nothing um, worse than crisis having, management. Having a guy who had a public record on the loose and continuing to molest. Girls. Right. So now the, I, I'm not sure this relationship. These charter school things are always such a mystery to me. Because they have this independence, but then they are tied to the teacher unions, and then some are tied to the districts for funding purposes. And they're for... not independent the way a private school is independent. Yeah, they're not a private they're, school they're, or a public they're, they're, school. No, they're, they're, they're much more a public school than they are Harvard-Westlake. Yeah, so this guy here, uh, they say that he most likely drugged and gave the girls alcohol, and some of these girls were molested without their knowledge while they were unconscious. Yikes. So um, you're looking at... Um, um, pretty serious stuff here. Uh, the girls were 15 to 17 years old, 15 counts on this go around, and they suspect yeah. there's going to be many more coming. Uh, I'd like to know the name of the person who hired him for the Birmingham job. Well, Britt's not going to tell me. No. No. Neither is Shannon. Neither is Shannon. All right, Steve. Very good. Thank Thanks, you. guys. More coming up. John and Ken show, uh, KFI. Well, it began with a horrible amount of shooting yesterday in Fontana where apparently a man by the name of John Graziano, a 45-year-old, who was in the process of divorcing his wife, got into some dispute with her and killed her. He took off with their 15-year-old daughter. Well, it has come to an end today in Hesperia off the 15 freeway. Police got in a shootout with Graziano and killed him. The daughter supposedly was injured in the exchange of gunfire. There is a... News conference scheduled at around 4 o'clock on what happened, and it had resulted in closure of that freeway in that area of Hesperia. So you can keep up to date with the KFI News, and we'll carry that news conference whenever it begins for as long as it looks like we need to. All right, uh, here's some great research complete with pictures, as it's once again pick on a vegan day. Woohoo! We welcome back Deborah Mark to the show. Uh, what is it like? You took two weeks off and then you took yesterday off. Yeah, but yesterday wasn't for a vacation. It, it was it was a personal. And it wasn't the Jewish holiday. It, it, was, it was your depressed because you ate vegetables. Yeah, so. I, I needed to sleep a little more and take some meds. The, the vegan depression we uh, talked about earlier. Yes. That's yeah, exactly she right. needs like a depressed day. Yes, I needed to. Uh... <laughs> or is it an anxiety day? Which one is it? After I came back to the show, my anxiety levels just went up so right. much that I, I needed a three-day weekend. This is actually your break from your stressed-out life because you have more time to think about all these things. <laughs> that, that is true. <laughs> to, to, to sit there and just uh, uh, bathe in all of your anxiety. Um, this was research out of England on, I mean, the photos are remarkable. They're ultrasounds of fetuses, which I would say we're almost ready to give birth because these are human being looking. They should, uh, they're very well developed. They're very well developed. Anybody that wants to argue that uh, you should be able to uh, abort up to pretty much the entire uh, gestation period, they're out of their minds when you look at these pictures. What they were researching is what happens when the mother is fed different foods? Does it show up in any reaction from the fetus? Mm. So they studied 4D ultrasound scans of 100 pregnant women, and they discovered that babies who got carrot flavors, because it comes through the amniotic fluid, mm -hmm. they actually smiled a bit. 
But man, when the kale went in there, oh, the grimaces and the crybaby faces po- popped up. And it's funny. You can see the child frowning. The, the kale face. Looks is like a... John being given a plate of vegetables. Well, That, that is your face. That, that was me. When that I was, was you fetus. in the womb. You know, my, yeah. my mom was big on eating vegetables. She rarely ate meat. She wasn't a, a fanatic like Deborah, but she didn't eat meat much. And oh, I, you know, see now that that's funny that you mentioned that because that's another part of the study. But we'll get to it when you. Well, I think that's why I came out so cranky because Aww. she ate so many vegetables. I had nine months of, uh, you know, peppers. She really liked peppers, and and tomatoes and asparagus and uh, broccoli, and I, I couldn't wait to get out of there. That caused your crankiness. Yes. Really. Oh, every day tasted bad. They have a term for it: uh, nasolabial furrow. Is the fetus frowning? <laughs> Another one is called the lower lip depressor, and that's when you can I, you can tell the lower lower lip kind of goes. Brr. I had both of those. <laughs> now you defy what they're hoping to do with this research. They believe that if you continue to expose the fetus to these types of flavors, these vegetables over time, it will actually more or less embrace them. Mm. Yeah. But apparently, John, if his mother ate this stuff the whole pregnancy, it didn't work. No. Because he has rejected vegetables his whole life. Because my taste buds. That, that, that's, that's my you know, sensory, uh, what, what, what would you call it? The, the well, sensory they call this device. conditioning, though. They thought maybe as you get more and more exposed to the flavors, you might accept them is the word they're using. Nah, it gets worse and worse. You're just stubborn. I think that's what it is. And and at this point, because so many people around you tell you how healthy vegetables are, you've just decided, nope, I'm not going to eat them. I don't like them. But I guarantee you, if I made you a stir-fried vegetarian dish or vegan dish, you would like it. You know I could go home for this. (laughs) I could get exactly the same speech at home. Okay, well, (laughs) maybe maybe some of this needs to sink in. These stories always end with her promising to make you something you will love. I know. That's that's the whole thing. Always. The whole thing Either is... she's going to bring something in or make something. It just hasn't been made right yet. We could do a whole John and Deborah cooking show and see what happens. <laughs> Ooh, that see if he fun. makes the fetus face. My, my wife says, she goes, look, I'll melt a lot of cheese all over it. You won't even notice. I said, so why don't I just eat the cheese? No. What's the point of that having... That defeats the whole purpose. It does reduce the nutritional value when you start slobbering it with all sorts of dressings and cheese. You see, there it is. Look at the unhappy face. Oh wait, that looks like a happy face. Yeah, I was gonna say that one one looked like (laughs) a happy face. Okay, this is my face. Oh, all right. Yeah, the second one's the the frown. He showed us the happy face first, so I I think something's wacky. That's the carrot face. My parents made us have salad every night before dinner. Yeah, lots of people. They did. Yeah, forced us. Oh, it's child abuse. Child abuse. Uh, you know what? I would sit there and not eat for hours. And my mother would say, okay, you can't do anything. You can't go out and play. Can't go to your room. Can't do it. You have to sit there. And she would get up. And so would my dad. They'd wash the dishes. They'd leave the room. They'd shut the <laughs> lights. They'd leave me in a dark kitchen. And I'd be staring at the plate of vegetables. And I never gave in. You never gave in? Nope. It's, uh, you know, <laughs> you it slept was, in the chair, too? I just, I just sat there. And uh, until I, they wandered off, and then I snuck away. But... Wow. All right. Uh, we're going to be also looking at gas prices this coming hour. California saw another big surge overnight. Southern Californian gas prices, as much as 13 cents a gallon increase overnight. We are way out of whack with the rest of the country. The biggest gap in over 20 years. 
We're going to talk to, uh, well, somebody from the whole uh, gas and uh, oil industry uh, analyst point of view as to what could be causing California to be so out of whack. That and more coming up. Johnny Kent Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge. Io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.